Welcome to the Bread of Life podcast. Let's take a few minutes out of our day to consider the goodness of God. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall not thirst. Let's come to him now. On this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about adoption. Being adopted myself, this subject is very personal, but it is also very personal for all Christians. We all have been adopted into the family of God by the grace and work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Let's look at some scripture. Romans 8, 15-16 says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. I see three benefits here in this passage that we can focus on. Number one, Christ is our father. Number two, Jesus is our brother. And three, we suffer so we can be glorified with Christ. Let's take them one at a time. Number one, Christ is our father. On top of our justification that we've received, We are also grafted into the family of God with the Holy Spirit providing the assurance that we need to know that we truly belong to it. We say, Abba, or Daddy might sound more familiar to you. In my house, my son says Baba because my wife is Egyptian and they speak Arabic. When he says Baba, he says it with confidence that I am in fact his father and he knows I'll answer. I usually say, yes, son, because I love him and I want to hear what his needs are, because I want to be the one to provide them for him. Our Heavenly Father is so much more capable of knowing what we need. The Bible says that just like our earthly father likes to give good gifts to his children, how much more does our Heavenly Father like to give us good gifts? And he does give us in abundance. Number two, Jesus is our brother. I love this so much. The passage says, If we are heirs of God, then we are fellow heirs with Christ. There are a few key passages of scripture that describe Jesus as a brother. They say if we have all been sanctified by the Father, then that explains how it is possible for Christ to be our brother despite our fallenness. But my favorite example is Hebrews 4, 15-16. It says, Jesus understands every weakness of ours because he was tempted in every way that we are but he did not sin. So whenever we are in need, we should come bravely before the throne of our merciful God. There we will be treated with undeserved grace and we will find help. So not only is Jesus our brother, he also understands our every weakness because he lived a life in this fallen world and he knows where we fall short. We can go bravely before the throne of God because our brother is merciful and he is interceding to us to our Father God. Number three, we suffer so we can be glorified with Christ. At first, this may not sound like great news, but I promise you that it is. The Bible is so clear on the fact that as Christians, we will experience suffering and persecution. I've heard from fellow American Christians that they do not believe that Christians in our country suffer. I say to them, if we are truly living a Christian life, we will. God's word stands firm against the cultural norms of our times. 
marriage, sexuality, and gender are all defined for us by our gracious Heavenly Father. Start making a stand on those principles and I promise you the persecution will come. The main point though that I want to make is this. Our suffering as Christians is never without purpose. Did you not know that God is working all things for your good, since you have been called according to His purpose? What then can separate you from the love of God? Can COVID or loss of your financial security separate you? Can a war in Ukraine rob you of your eternal security? Can constant political and economical turmoil in your own backyard steal <clears throat> you of your joy? Of course not. If God is for you, who can be against you? God gave his own son for you. Will he not then provide all you need to endure the time that God has ordained for you and your children to live in? He has and he is now, and he will for those who come after us. Let's be thankful, dear Christians, that we have been adopted into the family of God. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you, that he would lift up his countenance unto you and give you peace.